Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Four more hours of shutdown talk. We did four hours, four <laughs> solid hours yesterday. Kill me. Four more solid hours of shutdown talk today. Live from Studio C. C, senor! It is a dimly lit room where deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. Hey, y'all, today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. President Biden, brave representative of organized labor. All right. Yeah. Flies into town, spends 45 minutes on the ground, says, you deserve what you deserve, and flies away. Got a Repu- Man, politics is silly. <laughs> Got a Republican debate tonight? That's big news, huh? What? No? Yeah, what? Sure. sure. Is, what? Yeah. Huh? You know what? Uh, it's funny. This uh, I've heard this a thousand times, and it just struck me today in the show intro where the, the nice lady says, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Well, that, that woman is a very talented gal and just a sweetheart who we've known for years. And the idea that she would pronounce our names with near sexual glee is just so funny to me all of a sudden. It's more like, hey, dude, how you doing? Pretty good. How are you? Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Do you <laughs> I'm that? sorry. It just struck me as hilarious. Do you have that clip, Michael? Can you play that separately or not? Or is that part of a whole package? It's part of a package, man. I can start it over and play it if you want. How long is it? 
It's a minute. Oh, we don't need a minute. Yeah, I'd like long. to hear just that part. If you could grab that part yeah. out of it before we get done with this segment. Yeah, somebody I'll do try that? and grab that. Oh, right. that would, it's a radio magic. I don't think right. I, I've never paid attention. So so the uh, debate tonight. <clears throat> and It'll I, be a war. I need somebody to explain to me why I would watch this. But uh, uh, it's on Fox Business. And this, this is just a little tip for reviewing because this is kind of cool, I think. It's on Fox Business. And then when they take commercial breaks over on regular Fox, they're going to have analysis with their giant panel of, uh, of people. So you could switch over to regular Fox during the breaks, get some analysis, I assume, from Brett Baer and Brit Hume and people like that. And then you go back to Fox huh. Business uh, when the commercial's over for the debate. That's a, that's a good idea. If I were the uh, sponsors of Fox Business, I'd be a little annoyed with that. Hey, I just paid you a bunch of money to advertise my toothpaste, and you're telling people to go away? Well, they've probably got some way they worked out the ads or playing the same yeah, ads sure. over here or something like that. Well, I mean, anyway. frankly, how many people are going to be watching the debate on Fox Business anyway? Well, I don't know. That's a very good question. 13 million people watched the last debate. Um, uh, and it was hard to come up with a reason why that was worth watching to me. Uh, but then tonight, will it be less? Uh, probably. Uh, how much less? I don't know. We have a, a reporter that will be there. Gary Dietrich, old political guy we've been talking to forever. He's actually uh, in the area. Reagan National Library. And he's going to be on with us a little bit later in the show. And he will, like people like him do try to pretend this is very important and uh, must see television for some reason. But <laughs> You know, I was going to angrily attack you and, and point out that uh, there were developments in the first debate that were absolutely worth knowing about, but you could know about them by hearing about them the next day. Nikki Haley, very impressive, came off as a leader. Santa's had a good night, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, uh, everybody gets to have their own opinion on this, but I was listening sure. to a lot of punditry over the last several days, and most of the punditry seems to be everything we said out of the last debate about this person doing this and this person doing that didn't really amount to much. So, Oh, no. No, not unless Trump goes away, uh, as I've pointed out many times. Right. The black swan It's not event. like one of the guys is going to say, uh, hey, you may need to follow my plan to attack Mars or something like that. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just not going to happen. I can unspool... A scenario where Nikki Haley ends up the nominee, but it would take uh-huh. it would take something happening with Trump, obviously. But so the poll came out yesterday where she has leapt easily into second place in New Hampshire. She's still thirty points behind. So, okay, practically neck and neck. But she's thirty points behind Trump. But say for some reason something happens, she wins New Hampshire. Trump wins Iowa. Nikki Haley wins New Hampshire. Then you go to South Carolina. She wins South Carolina. And more importantly, and this is this is where it, they were hoping, the, the, the non-Trump people were hoping would happen in 2016. All the other people get out. Because there are there's like a quarter of the Republican Party that's, I'll never vote for Trump under any circumstance. There's like a third that is, I'm willing to vote for somebody other than Trump. Uh, so there's a big enough number out there that mm-hmm. if you got rid of all those other candidates and they all got around one person... They, th- that person could win. And if that was Nikki Haley going to South Carolina, you know, it could happen. Yeah, Trump has a big lead over her in her home state. I haven't seen it lately. Right. Um, so that's a fairly unlikely scenario. But, you know, well, it's you not have, impossible. That's why it would require people getting out uh, after Iowa and New Hampshire. You're, you're going to lose almost everybody after Iowa. There will be right. hardly anybody yeah. left. And right. I don't know how yeah. many people are going to get to Iowa. Got to get all those people on the stage tonight. 
I guess they just want to influence the debate. First of all, my slogan is no Asa Hutchinson, no Jack Armstrong. So I'm not watching. <laughs> but <laughs> Chris Christie, Doug Burgum. I mean, what are you people doing up there? I guess, I don't know. Chris Christie wants a cable know. news show. Uh, so how big a deal do you think this uh, development with Donald Trump is yesterday with the... He's, oh, it's oh, huge. I think it's over. His candidacy is over. The judge has found him guilty of exaggerating the value of his properties and his own wealth. Turns out Trump's a bit of a braggart. Who would have guessed? Well, according to the documents they put out yesterday, and, you know, Trump gets his side of the story, too, but they, for instance claimed the square footage of his hotel was three times what it is. I mean, if if that's true, I mean, that's a number you can nail down pretty easily. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if you wrote down, you know, three times as many square feet as that, you know, and then you go out there with a tape measure and measure, and it's not that, that's, and, you know, that's that's a little different. Well, my um, in my opinion, it's worth more than that. That's a little different. But uh, dis- d- d- despite all that, and we can talk about that more later, I, all these questions, I just wonder... The timing of them. So you got a trial starting on Monday or a court case starting on Monday about Trump overvaluing things. He's been a well-known businessman since I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. And just now this is becoming a thing along with all the other court cases. So for the record, and and I think y'all can trust me as an analyst of things Trump. I really do. I don't want him to be the nominee. But I will tell you this, if January 6th didn't drive voters away for good, exaggerating the size of apartments ain't going to do it. (laughs) And you know what? Honestly, I found, uh, I think it was Don Jr.'s uh, defense that he tweeted out to be pretty strong. And he's been claiming this all along because both he and Eric were cited in this uh, civil procedure of exaggerating values for the purpose of getting loans, et cetera, et cetera. Um, But they said, look. Poor Eric. Were, is he okay? Where is he? Never see he's Eric. Keep, he's keeping a low profile. Mm-hmm. He's got his nose to the grindstone. All right? Buying 30,000 foot apartments that may be more like 10. But anyway, it doesn't matter. It, it, they pointed out, look, these banks are huge institutions. It's on them to do their due diligence. They did it. They liked the deal. They closed the deal. They made hundreds of millions of dollars off these deals. There is nobody unhappy with any of these deals we made. That's a pretty interesting argument right there. And then again, how long ago were all these deals? I mean, how long has Trump Tower been around and him valuing it and his Mar-a-Lago and all that? Just yeah, some of them go back quite a ways. The timing seems and, odd to me. But And if you're not wanting it to look like a witch hunt, it's starting to. Right. Right. No kidding. Uh, just politically. I mean, if you're worried about the politics of it, I, w- I do want to mention that uh, MSNBC this morning had a guest on saying this is the beginning. Honestly said this. This is the beginning of the end of Trump business world. And I thought, have you no shame or do you not watch your own channel? I wish I could put together a montage of all the times on MSNBC for six years now. They've said this is the beginning of the end of Donald Trump, blah, 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 which is never there are. There are actual cult members saying to the viewers of MSNBC, don't you folks have any independent thinking? <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you noticed how many times you've been wrong about this? So maybe you want to <laughs> hold back a little before you make declarations like that. We should start wow. the show officially because this clip will get us going. Uh, it's a good one. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On Jack this- Armstrong and Joe Getty. Hmm.
I do kind of like the way she says the that. admiration in her voice, the the happy, the glee to introduce us. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Admiration and glee. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, on this, it is a uh, Wednesday, September 27th, the year 2023. We are taking up arms against the sea of troubles. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Okay, let's begin the show officially then. According to rules, uh, FCC rules and regs, you start at Mark. Target announced today that it's closing nine stores in major cities next month because of theft and organized retail crime. The company says the wave of shoplifting is threatening the safety of its workers and shoppers. Stores are closing in New York City, Seattle, San Francisco's Bay Area, and Portland, Oregon. And that's the end of the story. There's no, there's no commentary after that. There's no need to have commentary that one of the biggest retailers in America has decided to close stores in a whole bunch of major cities and that civilization is crumbling. You don't think that's interesting? I find it very interesting. One of the most enormously successful businesses in American history says we can no longer operate because it's too dangerous and not a syllable spilled to suggest how interesting they can do nothing to defend themselves and they have gotten nothing from the places, the governments where they operate, to help them ensure law and order. It has been given away. We have uh, taken our ball and gone home as a civilization. We'll do nothing to defend Target. Signed, all of those blue cities. Yeah, we'll talk more about that coming up later, but it's absolutely amazing. That story deserves analysis (laughs) on any news station. Why was Target Aver able to operate for decades and grow into a behemoth challenging Walmart, but now they got to close their stores, but only in certain cities? It's just, uh, it's just, she, she acted like it's just business news, just like, you know, uh, you know, any, any other business news, just things come and go. No, these are particular cities and they're closing for a particular reason that bad policy has caused them to be such crime ridden, you can't do business here post civilization hellscapes that target can't be there anymore just like walgreens how is that not more of an interesting story and how stockholm syndrome is it or battered spousey that i'm just glad they're covering the story i'm pleasantly surprised that they're even recognizing the reality of it never mind saying this is an astonishing development how did it happen and what does it mean no they have no time for that they're going to go to some plucky kid who raised forty dollars for you know (laughs) flat arches in in des moines at the end of the newscast instead okay so where the other radio station we used to work at in san francisco there was a target just down the street from there is that one of the ones closing i was going to look up which targets just i find that fascinating wow we are into a post-civilizational world for a bunch of our big cities anyway more on that later how does mailbag look oh it's quite good very full of uh, wisdom and mirth that should be a topic on the debate tonight but they won't ask any questions probably from a conservative standpoint they never do um we got lots to talk about there's a lot going on a heck of a lot going on and um you can comment on too our text line is 415-295-KFDC armstrong and getty
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. And, uh, oh, by the way, Trump's doing an event with uh, around the auto strike. It's more complicated than that, but maybe more on that later. Tonight, during the debate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day, continuing on with the series from Milton Friedman. I'm an avowed Friedmanist. It's my religion. Listen to this, would you? Education spending will be most effective if it relies on parental choice and private initiative, the building blocks of success throughout our society. I would agree completely. We talked about uh, how schools are hostile to boys, especially these days, and we received a number of really thought-provoking and compelling notes on that topic, which uh, I'd like to squeeze in at some point, maybe in the next half hour. We have very little time right now, but um, uh, stay tuned for that. Mailbag. T.W. writes, America is so stupid, I've officially given up on pop culture. I'm out. If anybody actually cares about Tra-Swizz, I'm out. Politicians boldface lie without any price. I'm out. My beloved state passes illegal laws, violating the roads of office. I'm out. Enjoy your credit card-fueled cardboard life, suckers. I'm out. <laughs> out, I, uh, out in what sense? Is this a yeah, is, suicide note? or is this a cry for help? Uh, yeah. C-dub? Did you commit suicide or just turn off your TV? Which is it? <laughs> Oh, T-Dub, frequent correspondent for many, many moons. Uh, Chin up, my friend. Uh, And uh, Founder F, uh, that's an odd moniker, but he still has his uh, capacity for joy. He says, hey, the new power couple, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift. Has anybody suggested Traveler Swift? Traveler Swift. It's a little longish, but uh, okay. Hey, guys, happy Wednesday, writes uh, frequent correspondent Heather and Tracy. Just saw the list of Target stores to close. Even after all their investment in security, community outreach, employee training, etc., due to rampant crime, I feel like there's a commonality in these uh, commonality in these markets, but I just 
can't seem to put my finger on it. Hmm. Oh, well, it's probably just rent prices. <laughs> right. Right, right, right. It's, it's housing prices. That's right, Heather. Uh, I'm going to skip the ones about boys in school for now. We'll get to them this half hour. Uh, the topic of the DeSantis v. Newsom debate. Uh, Dr. B writes, Newsom's going to charge DeSantis with book banning. DeSantis should have copies of Gender Queer and Flamer ready and ask Newsom to read select passages. That would be really funny. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out politically because, you know, speaking of the debate tonight, DeSantis might seem like such old news, like so irrelevant by the time you get to late November. I would agree. I, that's my only objection from uh, the DeSantis camp's point of view is that's too late. We got to do it sooner. Whereas Gavin might yeah. seem like, wow, he's gonna he's gonna be he's the heir apparent. He might even be president here in a year. DeSantis is gonna look like, wow, what a what a disaster that turned out to be. What a failed effort. He's just gonna look smaller and weaker, just uh, vibe wise. I think. <laughs> yeah, you laugh. I, I laugh. I mean, I- you go back a couple of months when DeSantis was like, oh, wait till DeSantis gets in, and then that would have been a gargantuan a battle of the titans. Right, and I'm just tired. He'll, I'm sorry, I, I jumped ahead of myself verbally there. I'm just afraid he'll offer a tired and like spiritless effort because he'll know his star is falling. Right, that's rough. Boy, oof, oof. I want to hear that stuff about uh, the war on boys in schools, which I don't think is intentional, or is it intentional? Anyway, we got a lot on the way. Um, if you miss an hour, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Sucker punch somebody on a sidewalk. Carjacking old lady at a red light. Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store. Why are so many stores closed in these days? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the fact that there has been so much retail loss. According to the National Federation of uh, Retailers, nationwide retail thefts have, in 2022, they reached $112 billion. We're three-quarters of the way through 2023. You've got to figure that number is bigger. 
So well, this is on the topic of Target closing stores. More details to come, but appropriate Michael playing that Jason Aldean try that in a small town song because I'm trying to picture I heard that was a racist song I'm trying to picture all the little towns that I've uh, lived in or around because I'm uh, uh, from rural America uh, that the major store which had been open for years all of a sudden has to close down because of crime what that that wouldn't happen it was uh, significant, I think, as we were looking at uh, what sound we wanted to play for you in this segment. I went back to that NBC. I guess it was a CBS News report and was reminded, oh, no, that's right. It's just like 18 seconds long. They say, yeah, there are nine Target stores closed, being closed around America because there's so much crime. In other news, you know, and no analysis. No, my God, what have we wrought? None. Just on to other news. So having said that, Target uh, announced yesterday it will close nine stores in four states, including in New York City's East Harlem neighborhood, three in the San Francisco Bay Area. Way to go, Bay Area. Way, way to lead the charge. Also, three stores in Portlandia and two in Seattle. <laughs> and and you aren't going to draw some conclusions from that list? New York, San Francisco, Portland, and Seattle. I mean, come on. San Francisco, Portland. Yeah, it's not an accident that the towns that we had the metal guy make that song for are having to close their targets. And And I think Chicago had several stores closed uh, several months ago. But Target closed how many in San Francisco? Three? Three in the Bay Area. So seven Walgreens, I think, total in the last couple of years. Three Targets. The flagship Nordstrom's store in the biggest downtown fancy mall. All because of crime. Street people, just too dangerous. You can't do business. Shoppers aren't coming. That's another thing. Shoppers don't come because it's too dangerous to like park your car and go to the store. Oh, yeah. And if you have the store open, people come in and steal everything. And you don't come to the store also because it's just too cumbersome to go to that Target because everything's locked up. So I got to find an employee locking up my toothpaste. So you go to a different Target somewhere else where they're not locking up your toothpaste. Right, right, or you just move. Uh, I think it's notable the New York Times ran a a piece, I guess it was yesterday, is San Francisco as bad as people say? They had all sorts of San Franciscans say, no, of course not. Look at my neighborhood, it's nice. I go to this park and it's fine. In other words, I am going to cling to progressive policies until every single street, park, dock, and, and garbage dump in this city is so completely chaotic and infested with the decay of humankind that it's undeniable. So, but until then, I am going to say, look at that square inch over there. It's fine. So are they, are they insinuating that these for-profit businesses are closing their doors and moving out because of like some sort of right wing? They don't like the policies of the city or something? Or- Minor problems that are isolated to a very small geographic area. Wow. So getting back to the details, the Minneapolis-based retailer said the decision to close the stores was difficult, and I quote, We know that our stores serve an important role in their communities, but we can only be successful if the working and shopping environment is safe for all. Now, the first half of that was corporate crap. The second half is, it's just unsafe to be in your cities. Yeah, what the, the the subtext could be the same reason we don't have a store in Haiti. Yeah. 
Target has said it has invested heavily in strategies to prevent theft, such as adding more security workers, using third-party guard services, and installing theft deterrent tools like locking up my toothpaste. They're locking up my toothpaste. (laughs) It's also trained store leaders and security team members to protect themselves and de-escalate potential safety issues. But it noted that it still faced, quote, fundamental challenges to operate the store safely, and the business uh, performance at the location slated for closure was unsustainable. Uh, I'm sure yes. they did do all those things because can you imagine how expensive it is to close a Target store? I mean, how much money you've got invested in that place, the land that you had to rent or buy, the building Everything that goes in the building, all the employee, everything that's invested in one of those targets, it's got to be a really last ditch only if there's no other option sort of move because, oh, my God, the capital invested in one target store, let alone a whole bunch. And then how difficult it would be to reopen in the future. So what this means is they don't think anytime soon. Things are going to turn around because if they had any belief that two years from now, you know, the politics will have switched and things will be okay, they might ride it out for the before mentioned reasons of how expensive it would be to close the store and then try to reopen. But what they're saying is no time in in many years in the future is it going to be a good idea to have a target here. So we're pulling out. That's amazing. We cannot prosecute our weight out of the desperation that we have. Well played, Michael. George Gascon there, the... George Soros-backed Marxist in charge of justice in L.A. County. Um, And you know the old parable about the the frog in the boiling water. If you turn up the heat very, very slowly, the frog doesn't notice how hot it's getting until it's too late. I've never boiled a live frog to ascertain the accuracy of that parable. Oh, I do. I do. They got it coming. (laughs) All right, uh, but this I is more like frogs. <laughs> this is more like I can't. Well, this is a, it's a good metaphor, but it's disgusting. It's more like subjecting a frog to open flame immediately. Dig these numbers, folks. <laughs> Target said uh, a couple months ago it's cutting its bottom line. It expected related losses, uh, theft-related losses, crime. What we're talking about could be. million more this year than last year. Last year, it was between $700 million to $800 million. It's grown by, geez, 50, 60% perhaps, 70% this year. So losses could top $1.2 billion this fiscal year. It's getting that bad that quickly. And again, at least CBS News and a couple other newses mention this but not a single word about this is a terrifying decay of the social compact and civilization in a very short time and this is another one of those stories like inflation or whatever that you can ignore as the media or politicians but people really notice people really notice. Oh. you go to get gas and get groceries you notice the inflation doesn't matter how many times people whisper hey guess what it's working you know, if your grocery bill is three times what it used to be. Similar with this, you go to you go to Target and it's closed now, or your Walgreens is closed. All the stuff that you used to go to is closed because of crime. You know, you can ignore it in the media if you want, but people really remember that. I mean, yeah, you would remember that a lot for a long time. Worth mentioning that violence against workers at Target's also more than doubled in the first half of this year from last year. Great, Scott. 
Speaking of that sort of thing, William Lajeunesse here describing a protest in Oakland, California. The, the no lefter city exists than Oaktown. Clip 60, Michael. Afghanistan is safer than Oakland. So what is what is the problem, Oakland? Wake up. Today in Oakland, 100 businesses went on strike to protest rising crime. Without basic safety, there's no community. Without safety, there's no city. Without basic safety, there's only chaos. With, as I've said many times, compassion without order is chaos. Order without compassion is brutality. We, we don't want that either, obviously, but... How much chaos can you take? Give us 61, Michael. Violent crime in the city is up 20% this year. Robberies, 30%. Car break-ins, almost 50%. People can run lights. People can kill people. People can do sideshows. And the police just watch. And those stats are misleading. And then that they're, they're pointing out how far they up from last year. Well, you, how about give me from five years ago? And then uh, ask people how often they report crimes right. that are committed against them knowing that it will do no good, the well, police will not arrest, the prosecutors will not prosecute. Worth mentioning point. that the prosecutor uh, for the Oakland area is another uh, Marxist, Soros-backed Marxist, I get my, Price. I, I come back from, walk back from the restaurant to my car in Oakland or San Francisco and my window's smashed out, I ain't calling the police. I got other things to do. I got to find some plastic bags to tape up and drive home. But why would I call the police? Just going to waste. You don't want to wait on hold for twenty minutes for some poor dispatcher to say, "All right, yeah, fill out a form, go online." Here's the website. Uh, One more clip, sixty-two. This city's out of control. The crime is out of control. Business owners say it's not just being robbed, but because of crime, residents are afraid to leave their homes, which means shop and restaurant owners can't make a living. Look at all these places around here; they're closed down. After 38 years in business, Le Cheval, an iconic Vietnamese restaurant, is closing next week. This is my city. I love Oakland. And I I cannot live anywhere. But I cannot do business in in Oakland. (laughs) That's amazing. Let me point out, and it feels just pathetic, speaking of the sickness of our times, that I have to point this out. Those are Hispanic guys, black women. A Vietnamese man there. The idea that this is some sort of selective conservative white outrage, well, it's it's utterly dishonest. What will it take to turn the ship? I wonder. How bad's it got to get before? The, the desperation of the citizenry will turn the ship, but to right. your question, how bad's it got to get? Before people start voting a different way. I don't know. It's craziness. Uh, it, is, it is absolutely unbelievable. And it's so... <sighs> It's so preventable. We don't have to go through all this. I know. We had it whipped. We had it figured out. You lock people up. You have laws. People who break laws get the established punishment for breaking the law. It's really not that complicated. And if the legacy of slavery or racism or something has put black America into a position where they're more likely to commit crimes, let's be honest about it. Let's look at the root causes and let's address those causes. But this isn't about yielding a better quality of life for people it's about seizing power most of the time politics we'll talk about that more later i wish i wish that would come up in the debate tonight the republican debate i'll bet it doesn't but that'd be a great topic um anyway i think it i think it will i hope it will because your your previous point that this is a lot like inflation that it will hit people at home they will feel it nobody has to tell them to be outraged i think you're 100 percent right on that no doubt so we got Katie's Corner coming up, and uh, we're going to talk not, to one of her. Not, it's not called that, but go on. One of our favorite guests, 
to talk about the debate. He's live at the debate site. He can tell us about the podium size. How close together are they? <laughs> or something. Uh, all on the way. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I was reading a book last night. just came out a week or so ago. I'd been looking forward to it. It's called Germany 1923 uh, by a famous historian Volker, I believe is his name. Anyway. Uh, I'm going to read a little bit of it from, from it in hour two because there was some similarities in there that were I thought crazy about when a when a country's fallen apart, what it feels like, and uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot Germany of those... bounced back pretty well after the 20s, didn't they? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> Oy. you know, and on the uh, follow up on the topic we were just discussing. Um, uh, there's a story recently in the New York Times, I think it was, about uh, it had to do with that uh, horrific uh, tragedy where the child was poisoned to death at the daycare center in New York uh, by fentanyl and several other, uh, several other kids were hurt. And they uh, went into the drug overdoses and the squalor in New York City in a way that I hadn't heard described in quite some time. And we've got this uh, video from last night or whenever it was of, of crazy looting and violence in Philadelphia. So, you know, we name checked some of the usual suspect cities, but left several out as well. So uh, much more to come, including uh, next hour. Hope you can stick around but right now. Let's find out who's reporting what. It's the lead story. Katie Green. Katie. Thank you, guys. New York Times. New York judge finds Trump committed fraud and sanctions his attorneys. Yeah, um, I don't quite understand how big a deal this is, but I still would like someone to explain to me the timing of this. Oh, sure. Yeah, it's it's pretty significant in terms of them doing business in New York. It's going to be very costly for Trump company. Politically speaking, I just don't see this as much. Oh, yeah, I I was only thinking politically. Right. Mm. From the Washington Times, North Korea says it will expel the U.S. soldier who crossed into the country back in July. Yeah, what kind of shape is he going to be in? Remember when they expelled Otto, what's his name? He was uh, been beaten so badly he died shortly thereafter. And they haven't said who they're deporting him to. 
I think most people are assuming the United States, but what if they send them to Russia or Iran? Mm. From USA Today, government shutdown crisis. These workers will go without back pay. This article goes through several different government positions that would actually be financially affected if the government does shut down. Yeah, so how, how I, I, I guess there are people like that. Why is it like that? Why are there why are there jobs where you don't get your money afterwards? Maybe because you didn't work. I don't I don't know. The USA Today is a wholly owned subsidiary of the Democratic Party, so you know, fine. The, the, all of the mainstream media goes out of their way to try to find the worst case scenarios for the government shutdown. I mean, the federal government is such a behemoth. It's so enormous. There's so many gazillions of dollars flowing to so many people. And you shut it down and you find the worst you know, situation of a hundred people anywhere in the United States and trot it out as this is why it's a awful. You know, it's as bad if it's you, but as they're putting fences around national monuments that right. aren't staffed anyway. <laughs> right. Right. So right, it's right. merely punishing the citizenry. From the Wall Street Journal, TikTok employees say executive moves to US show China parents influence. The staff for TikTok here in the States is noticing a lot of transfers from ByteDance which is their parent yeah. company. I was actually going to bring this up at some point during the show. Yeah, the Chinese parent company has decided to take a little firmer control of TikTok in the United States, or so it would seem, so much for the whole, hey, we're totally independent ties to the communist Chinese. What are you talking about? Is this one of the funny TikTok videos? You people are silly. Come on. From CNN, House Oversight Republicans say new bank subpoena shows Hunter Biden listed father's Wilmington house in wires with China. That is correct. Huge sums of money wired from China to Hunter Biden. The address of record for the wire transfer, Joe's house. The big guy. Holy crap. Uh, my son never uh, made any money from China. That's not true. What publication was that in? Uh, that was CNN. Uh, okay. From I mean, Fox- it's, uh, I mean, right? I, 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 anyway. And uh, Comer's uh, put out the actual uh, the, the bank draft, the the paperwork involved. They subpoenaed the record and got it, and they're putting it out now. From Fox News, seabound bandits terrorized San Francisco Bay. Some residents blame surge of nearby homeless camps. We have so, Bay Area pirates. Minute. I was going to say, so they're like setting out from their junkie camps aboard ship, flying the Jolly Roger and, and robbing pleasure boaters or what? We need to know more about Good this. Good that That's the picture they're painting. From page six, Usher plans to bring pole dancers to the Super Bowl halftime show. All right. <laughs> the Super Bowl halftime show. Boy, nobody cares. And from the Babylon Bee, to avoid embarrassing falls, aides will now transport Biden using a presidential hand truck. (laughs) A dolly, like Hannibal Lecter. I notice he's wearing cowboy boots at the big um, auto worker strike thingy he went to yesterday, which was interesting given the fact that the New York Post had come out with an exclusive yesterday on uh, how they're handling Joe Biden's slips and falls. They'd gotten him new shoes, they'd lowered the ramp, and he's doing physical therapy to try to make him more limber and deal with his balance so he falls less. Same day mm-hmm. that that comes out, he's in boots for the first time that I've ever seen him. I thought, is that the footwear for a guy that's slipping all the time? He did slip coming down the stairs out of the plane. 
didn't go all the way down, but he lost his footing and luckily grabbed the handrail and uh, did okay. But that is just surprising that they put the old guy with the fall problems in a pair of boots yesterday. They really have to get him uh, one of those big C-130 transport planes and refurb that as Air Force One so they can lower the ramp in the back and he walks down slowly. Because the big, long staircase, that's that's no good. No, and I don't, yeah, and it shouldn't be a, you vote for somebody or not, whether or not they, they're limber enough to walk downstairs. That shouldn't happen. Yeah, we're not hiring a defensive back. It's, <laughs> it's the president. It's fine. We got a lot more on the way. If you miss an hour, get the podcast. Subscribe. Armstrong and Getty On Demand. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.